0: welcome viewers not viewers i keep doing that shit it's listeners you you lot of listeners you're not shit i'm sorry i didn't mean it uh, you are here with your host it's mr budget pedal champ that's me um, i seem to be seem to be rambling tonight and i think that's going to be a, a sign of things to come um, but this is not a live episode so you are adorned with pleasure of the man from man, the one, the only, the Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's been so long. Well, yeah, I don't think we've done one, just the two of us, in like six weeks. Just the two of us. And we the rest of those were We can it if we try, just the two
0: of us. And it's probably going to be the, the last one if we start singing to people. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Matt? It's it's been so long. I'd like to say that the the listeners have missed you. I, in fact, know the listeners have missed you because I keep getting text messages off my brother going, when's Matt coming back? (laughs) Um, But I personally have missed you as well, Matt. So how have you been?
1: Yeah, um, not too bad. Um, I've been finishing off my my last month of night shift. So I'm switching over to day shifts for two months. Woo, woo, woo. Um, so I'll get my evenings back mostly, unless I'm on the late one of the day shift which finishes at like half past nine. But um, yeah, I'm sure so, we could
0: work that either way. What, yeah. whatever, whatever comes it. Um, does this mean that we might get you back on a on a live cast or two, Matthew? Uh,
1: it should should happen more often than not because Sundays um, are quiet days, and even the late one, I should be able to get home for eight o'clock.
0: Boom! Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm a happy man. I say um,
1: should just in case there's something that pops up and I can't. But
0: it's it's all good. I mean, I, I I'm living in hope now. So so yeah. Don't don't destroy my dreams, Matt. <laughs> I will try my best. <laughs> uh, so, uh,
1: what you been up to? Like it's been it's been so long. It has. And I wish I could come here and tell you about all of my new purchases. Yeah, but Ooh, look at my words. I, I haven't made any, and I know that's going to come as a surprise to not just you but all of the listeners. But yeah,
0: well, um, um, on this piece of paper, Matt, it's got it's got a big blank space where it says Matt fills thirty minutes with what he's been up to. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: I've been up to stuff. I just haven't bought anything. <laughs> it's all right? Yeah. Tell us. Tell us about work. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, I suppose the the biggest thing I've been up to is um, the new band. The singer is playing rhythm guitar. Um, didn't own a single pedal. Um, also doesn't at the moment own an amp, but that's that's a problem I can solve because I have a few. Um, yeah, I was,
0: was going to say you've uh, you've got his back on the on on both fronts pretty much, haven't you?
1: Yeah, um, and he's been practice uh, practice he's been using the Hayden um the Mofo fifteen yeah. um which was what I was initially using at practices um and I was initially gonna go stereo and get myself something like the Keeley thirty MS and try and fill the sounds out, putting amps both sides of the stage and then he just mentioned that he plays plays acoustic guitar. And he's like, Oh I've got an electric I've just never plugged it in. So he's got a squire bullet. Um nice. that he But whilst he was in America, like, 12 years ago, and... Just just on a whim. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. and he literally hadn't even changed the strings on it. That's how little he played it.
0: (laughs) I'm a man who knows what, like, 12-year-old strings feel like. (laughs) And I know that's... I mean, because at that point, it's not just the strings that that are grimy as fuck like that kind of horrible cancerous muck spreads <laughs> everywhere and it gets on like the on the frets where like where you put a bit of a brotha on a note and you can hear like an audible grinding sound yeah <laughs> uh, yes, it, and it sounds like you're filing
1: something it, oh <laughs> it go it's, to be fair to him He cleaned it up and then asked me to have a look at it because it had some scratchy pots and a scratchy switch because obviously it's it's been used very little, which just a bit of contact cleaner um, sorted that out. But um, he wasn't confident enough to take the scratch plate off and mess around with it, whereas I said I was happy to.
0: Yeah, I'll break (laughs) your instrument. Don't worry about it, mate.
1: (laughs) I didn't break anything. It still works perfectly. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, so... I suppose that's one of the things I've done. And then he was, um, so he's using the Hayden, um, which does technically have two channels, but it's basically yeah, one yeah. sound and then a boost rather than like clean and drive. Yeah, um,
0: traditionally you'd think clean and dirty, wouldn't you? Whereas the Hayden does it in, in a way which, which uh, like first year guitaring me would love, which is grr and more grr.
1: Yeah, and I mean, like you can get a clean sound out of it, but then yeah. the boost just gives you yeah. a little volume. extra crunch yeah, with yeah, a yeah. lot of volume, which is no good if you're wanting the same, like a, a clean rhythm and a dirty rhythm. You don't yeah. get that. Um, so he's like, Oh, what, what distortion pedal should I buy? And I'm like, Well, do you want drive or distortion? And he's like, What's the difference? And I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I am about to ruin your life. Uh, I'll tell you what, next week I'll bring a small pedal board with a bunch of drive pedals on and you can try them all out and see what you like.
0: Li- you're literally like the toad heroin deliria right here. Oh, first and one's free, mate. First one's free.
1: <laughs> the worst thing is, he's already bought himself a distortion pedal. He's like, I'll still try it. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> nice. What, so did, he, what he did, did he go for? He didn't mention, but he. he, he He asked me whether the DS1 was any good, but the first time he went after one, it had gone. So I assume it's probably a DS1 again. Okay, fair
0: fair cop. I mean, in terms of like what I would class as distortion, the DS1 isn't really there. Like I think I was thinking of Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can get it kind of distortion territory, but that's where it sounds its shittest. It it sounds much nicer if you're kind of halfway or less on the game. Like yeah. if I'm thinking, how about yourself, actually, Matt? What do you think of when you think of like iconic distortion pedals?
1: Distortion. The first thing that pops into my head is a Metal Zone because okay. Metal Zone. Yeah, yeah, okay. Um, the I think my favorite distortion pedal I've ever owned was the Blackstar HT Dual. Oh um, yeah, yeah. Which is the one with the valve in the middle. Um, which is yeah. the T- two channel and you could crank that to get some really sweet metal kind of distortion sound yeah they do go quite extreme don't
0: they the black star um i mean I, I i've not tried the pedals but i've I've tried the amps I've, i have i've i've got uh an hc5c and it's just like less than a less than an arm's length away from me um <laughs> I, I owned the hc40 for the for a couple of years, and I've got an HT1 kicking about somewhere. I, yeah. I say that I I I bought my brother an HT1, and it's it's kicking about somewhere, so it's as good as mine.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and yeah, they they all they all go from kind of classic-y crunch to to pretty metal. Yeah. Um,
1: but yeah.
0: yeah. Look like, I was, if I was thinking of uh, distortion stuff, I, I was thinking the RAT pretty much, which is your kind of your yeah. classic classic distortion. Or I know the um, uh, the the big muff has got a distortion uh, control, control on it, yeah, and and at the lighter ends that kind of does a similar thing to the RAT as well. Sorry.
1: Yeah I mean I don't know anybody that uses a big muff That doesn't use it in the fuzzy territory Up the top
0: Yeah whacking it <laughs> full
1: full whack Yeah, Because <laughs> you know that's what f- What fuzz pedals are for
0: I mean most people use the uh, The rat whack it up to like the fuzz Fuzz end as well So Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah uh, DS1's not a bad place to start not a bad place to so start. Yeah, I was hoping that picked, you'd say, "Oh, yeah, he, up. he's 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 um, like immeasurably rich, and he's he's just bought himself a, a bunch of Keely pedals or something. <laughs> That'd be nice.
1: Yeah, no, not at all. He's he's very much. I think looking on the more budget end, which is is fair enough. It's the best place to start. Then you find out where you are, and then all of a sudden you've got like yeah. fifteen hundred quid worth of pedals on the floor. A gig and you're going, mm, can I really put this on the floor of a pub? <laughs> In the, that, yeah, that's it.
0: When the singer's got more pedals than you have as the the lead guitarist, you, you've got to have words, I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, but we're we're a while away from that. But he's he bought himself a TU three um for, as a for, tuner. Yeah, fair, um, fair fair work, yeah. And that'll also power um
0: other pedals. yeah, yeah it does yeah, technically it does have an out. But uh, just, I don't think I trust that.
1: <laughs> I, I've never tried it. Um, yeah, I've never owned a DS. Sorry, a TU3 or a TU2 that does it. Um, yeah. My polycheat's got one as well. And actually. if not, if not, I think he'll end up using the one spot because I think he's only going to have two or three pedals.
0: He, I mean, that's that's a lie we tell all all of ourselves at the start, isn't it?
1: Well, I, I, he's never owned any pedals before in his life, so like I, I don't wanna like tell him, right, well what you wanna do is get yourself three stages again. Um <laughs> you probably want some form of octave just in case you feel like it. Um maybe buy yourself a wah pedal, and then there's all these different types of modulations. You need at least one of each one of those. And then delay is a thing, and reverb is a thing. And if you really want to, you can loop stuff as well. And all of a sudden, he's got like a 15 pedal board.
0: (laughs) That's it. He's got two tiers. He's got a a complicated MIDI switching system. And uh, you're comparing notes on uh, the finer points of your buffers. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Friends for life, then.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, like, like I say, we're starting out, starting out at the very basic end, um, and just kind of helping them out. So I, I basically raided my what isn't on my board cupboard.
0: Yeah, the uh, the nearly but not quite.
1: Yeah, the ones that I haven't sold, but only because yeah. I need them as backups in case I do anything stupid with my pedal board, like yeah. a gig on a beach.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I was about to say, yeah, like, can- like a non canopied gig on a rainy day. Would, would yeah. uh, class as that, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, so I've put together a board with uh, my spare tuner, which is the Dr. Green. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got one uh, of them kicking
0: about it somewhere as well.
1: And I've then gone from what I conceive as light to heavy for the first three and then. Boost as the last one, so I went soul food. Yeah. Then an OCD. Yeah. Then a Tone City Golden Plexi. Okay, yeah. yeah. And finally, then a Tube Screamer. Because as much as the Tube Screamer's not got anywhere near as much gain as the, um, probably the OCD or the Plexi yeah I would always have it last as kind of a
0: boost yeah like a tonal shaping boost kind of thing i was to- i was that's- i can't remember who i was talking to to about that today uh was it today uh, days just kind of merge into one when you when you get past a certain age today but i was i was talking to someone about um oh that's right actually someone had uh, had done a comment on the uh, the um the s d one o d three video um yeah. saying that uh, they were like loved the video and that um they were so close or pretty close tonally that he'd just he'd choose the one that pushed through the mix more um and I said like in the room. Actually, there's a bit more difference than than you perceive on the video because the way that YouTube uh, compresses things, it, it, it'd make a a tube screamer sound like an OCD if you if you compare those two. <laughs> uh, you go, oh yeah, they're, they're really similar. Um, and and I, I mentioned how the o, the OD three was a kind of more kind of blues drivery because it was had more top end to it, and how the, the SD one was. Uh, very tube screamery in the sense that if you engage that you pretty much just poke your way through any mix because it's just it's that lower mid content yeah and yeah it's 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 ideal as a as a boost isn't it
1: yeah yeah that's it um so I'd like to say I've, I've I've run them on that order um I've also put the reverb pedal to the TC not TC, T-Rex. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Space something, I can't remember. It's like 12 months since I bought it, or like three months since I... <laughs> I, bu- I bought it and I took it out of the box and I don't think it says it on the face of the pedal, so I can't remember what it's called. Yeah,
0: it's but, it's been some indeterminate length of time since you bought yeah. it. <laughs> and you've bought things since, so... Yeah.
1: yeah no. But yeah, it, it was the 60th anniversary edition of... Uh, Reverb pedal with a with a clean boost on it, um, and I'll just show him the difference between just pushing the front end with extra volume and adding gain. Yeah, um, and then he can make a a fairly informed decision as to whether he wants light, medium, high gain, whether he wants light gain and a tube screamer, whether he just wants tube screamer if that's what he really wants. Yeah, yeah. To run the amp a bit hotter. Um, he can sort of listen to the different sounds, make a decision, and then, I mean, I'll probably sell him if he wants any of those pedals. If he's only taken one, I'll probably sell him one. If not, I can talk him through the options. Like, if he says, I want something light gain, but I don't quite like that, like the... the mm, um, yeah, uh food. Soul is a little bit toppy or whatever. I can point him in the direction of other lighter gain... Drives, yeah, a fact
0: potentially you can put the tube screamer at the front then and then yeah shape it uh, the Yeah, way yeah yeah, yeah. Have, have it pushing the pushing the heavier again which again is it's legitimate as I yeah, was talking just, uh, with Will on the last podcast there's there's no right or wrong answers with
1: pedal boards is there it's yeah it's it's all personal preference at the end of the day if <laughs> you you like it in a, in the order that people say is wrong. You're not wrong. You're just finding what works for you. Yeah, you're just awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, just think about it. I've I've got that mini JSA drive as well, haven't I? the, oh, the clone. Ti- tiny toddy, yeah. Tiny toddy. Tiny, tiny. That's in my box as well, so I can drop that on if he wants to swap about because that does light up to kind of almost medium. Yeah, yeah, you
0: can get them sounding fuzzy. The the toddies actually, if you because it's got the treble and the bass control. If you use the treble as a tone control and like whack the bass all the way up, it gets fuzzy.
1: Yeah, the the mini doesn't have the two. It just has internal internal. volume and tone, and the the external gain. So suppose if you turn the tone all the way up and then crank the game you might be able to get fuzz yeah who knows who knows yeah
0: he's <laughs> he started doing tiny toddies now with uh external um yeah controls now as well which is exciting
1: yeah I mean it means that I kind of want one of them
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. there you go perfect excuse sell the sell the singer tiny toddy v1 <laughs> Get tiny, Toddy V two.
1: Yeah, winner. No, no, I can't buy anything. I'm, i mean, I'm in a no-buying for eight months rule at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. I like, I booked a holiday to Orlando in Florida, and then two weeks. So I paid a deposit on that, and then two weeks later, my car died, um, and I bought something that I thought might last me till. Christmas and that died within 2 weeks. Ugh. So I then bit the bullet and bought a van on finance. Nice. But that's an, an extra sort of 130 quid that I can't spend uh, save towards my holiday. Yeah. So that's any plans on spending money on pedals or guitars out of the window.
0: Yeah, I mean I've I've been on a a little bit of a spending hiatus Mainly because uh, Because of work situations It's meant that I've I've not really had a great deal Of uh, disposable income So the way I've got around that Is either um, Just doing a podcast Which people Sometimes give you stuff uh, um, Or Doing crafty trade technique Where I'll uh, I'll put Put some of my old stuff up for for trade, and then, well, hey, it's new stuff. Um, that works sometimes. Um, but possibly yeah. a little bit more difficult when you live on a slightly secluded island. But
1: yeah, I mean, we we still have like odd the odd bits come up now and again. Like um yesterday, somebody posted a Mel nine for a hundred quid, and I was like, if you'd have done oh. that three months ago. I'd But he yeah. bitten your bloody hand off. I spent two hundred quid on mine. That is,
0: yeah, that is double. Well, yeah,
1: yeah. And that
0: would have been a that would have been a massive saving. A hundred pound yeah. could have gone to your holiday. It could have done. Uh,
1: in fact, I'm half tempted to pick it up and then try and flog it in the UK <laughs> exchange for <laughs> hundred and fifty.
0: Yeah, that was uh, that's a shrewd business move there. Speculate think, to accumulate and all that
1: jazz. It's a bit of a faux pas, and if it sits with me for six weeks whilst it doesn't sell, yeah, it feel you start to feel it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've not
1: saved that week because I bought
0: a pedal that I've already got. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Um. So yeah, I mean that's that's a noble cause that you've uh, that you've gone for with sorting your singer out. It's also kind of self serving because. Then you've got a guy who you can chat pedals with at your gig, pretty much always.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it would it would be good.
0: Yeah, and and you get like you get a healthy pool of um, pedals then. So when he buys a pedal, surely you've got to try it. <laughs> I mean, I,
1: I completely see where you're coming from.
0: Yeah, I think you've you've pulled a, a crafty one there, Mister Coyne. And I I completely agree with it and (laughs) endorse this.
1: (laughs) I mean, the the worst thing is I talked him out of buying a three channel amp. (laughs) I told I told him don't do that. Buy some pedals. Yeah, pedals, yeah. It's like you you don't think I should get like a hundred watt Marshall? And I was like, no, you shouldn't get a hundred watt Marshall.
0: Absolutely (laughs) not. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Are we playing stadiums, sir?
1: (laughs) Yeah. um, which shocked the other, like the the keyboard player and the bassist where I think they were expecting me to be rocking yeah. some form of like 50 or 100 watt um amp and I'm like no no I'm rocking an AC15 and they're like 15 is it loud enough and I was like mm. I'll bring it round and show you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> when
0: it starts rattling your fillings uh you know that it's uh, it's, it's 15 watts of pure power um so I think if if we don't get on with the uh, the rest of uh, what I've been up to we're probably going to run out of cast. Uh, so so we probably should. Uh, so upon my uh, not YouTube the other one Instagram, upon my Instagram channel this week, uh, I did a, a little teaser of a um a box which is sitting over here. No, just uh, yes. this exact box. You saw that didn't you Matt? On the internet. I
1: did, I did, because you said what's inside it, and it said a compact pedal by the brand that it's by, so I said a compact pedal by the brand that it's by. Yes, you did, yes. And you were yeah. like, it's not very compact.
0: Yes, yeah, they they lied to me on that. They, I mean, compact in the sense that it's smaller than, say, an amplifier, um, but it's <laughs> I, these things are relative, aren't they? And, and we did a little, uh, not very scientific, but we did a little kind of test. Before the podcast, and we reasoned that it was around three mini tube screamers in volume. Uh, so I mean, take from that what you will. Uh, yes. It, so I, I I recently purchased the Moen Shaky Jimmy, um, which is, a, a, so I'm told, quite an accurate representation of the old univibes. Uh So uses um photo cells and, a, and an led to create the sound rather than recreating it all digitally um i i saw this pedal probably about it's got to be getting on for about four or five years ago now um on the in the blues channel on youtube that crazy australian guy shane and he swore by it and said this is a it's like a a really strange company that there's not really much from, but this pedal is amazing. Um, and I've I've always seen them about, and I've like you can see them on eBay, and they're not really that expensive. But I was like, nah, I don't think I want to. I don't think I want to just fall out by it. Um, and then it came up on uh, on on the gear exchange. Someone was selling it, and they were selling it for a decent price. Uh, and I said, you know what? Now is the time. So I did. Um, I had a little bit of money in my PayPal account, which is, as we as we all know, that's that's free money. That is. Um, so so I bought it, uh, and I got it. And This uh, Shaky Jimmy is potentially one of the most fun pedals
1: ever. You've always loved the Univibe sound, haven't you?
0: Oh uh, yeah. I, I mean there's... Univibe on the old um, uh, Amplify boards that I, I sometimes Crack out uh, And that that was entertaining, I do like it uh, I've always lusted after A, a viscous vibe as well um, But this this Impossibly large Compact In quotations, compact pedal um, It pretty much it, it does everything I need it to Um so it's got it's got three controls which i i believe the original had maybe two um so like rate and depth the other one is called hue um not you Hue. um which as far as I can tell is like a presence control it like adds more top ending as you go along um because with modulations there's a um a habit of you kind of getting lost in the mix a little bit. Yeah. Uh, So that kind of helps cut. Um, And it's got the chorus and vibrato mode, which pretty much anyone who uses (laughs) a Univibe says, ignore the chorus mode, go straight to the vibrato. Uh, So the the chorus mode is, it's just more subtle. It's, it just, so if you have it on chorus mode and you've got it set to like a a nice, not too fast rate uh and the depth just about halfway. It adds like a, a shimmeriness to your sound. And it's just, oh that's pleasant. And then you stick it onto the, the vibrato mode and it's kind of like throbby and it's got like that phasey crunch as well. Uh yeah. and then yeah that that's where, where your smiles happen. Uh, so <laughs> So, like standard stuff, you you stick that on, and as the the pedal suggests, I, I play some very shaky, <laughs> shaky Jimmy stuff, like <laughs> like like Jimmy Hendrix if he had a couple of pints. Um. So <laughs> yeah. Um. So I do, I do. You do a bit of that. Get all your floaty chords and your kind of suspendedness and occasional Hendrix licks. Um, but then, of course, like the pedal on its own is good. Run some drive into it. Why not? Every pedal sounds better with a bit of drive, yeah. And that's where you get like the the super Jimmy mode. Um,
1: yeah. When and t- when you say a bit of drive, what did you run into it? So at
0: first, the first. In fact, actually, I had I had the Univibe as the first pedal in the chain because I figured. Hendrix would have been running it into a a amp at full tilt wouldn't it? So that's the way you've got to do it Um, well that and I was lazy and didn't want to rearrange my pedal board. and the first pedal is the easiest one to take off. Uh, So I'll run it into like a a JCM800 style pedal which is set to like uh, subtle mode because it's got a flick switch on it where you can have like Loads of gain or very little gain, so it's it's more kind of like the the old uh, Jmps rather than a, a Jcm. So it's not fire breathing; it's just kind of martially voiced, uh, mild crunch, and that's ended. That's really good. Uh, that that was adding um, adding more to the the uh, the Hendrixy vibe, and, and that's actually what I recorded and put on my. Um, my Instagram channel. So if you see the the really weird like '80s font um, video, that's what was being used in that. However, I thought I'd, uh, I'd try the shaky Jimmy again today, and I thought, well, Jimmy liked fuzz, didn't he? Um, Did. So so I thought, what fuzz pedals have I got? And I've got I've obviously got my my tone beard kicking about, but I thought, no, that's that's a bit too too obvious. What is, what's that pedal that's like, you know, like a fuzz face, but like with everything cranked up? And, of course, my good friend Stuart Tate came to mind. Um, so I, uh, I, I grabbed my Raise the Dead um, and put <laughs> put that at the end of the shaky Jimmy. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's just childish. It's
1: really, really childish. Uh, it is. But you'll find, like, the more you play you Raise the Dead, the more you'll think... Fuck it! Like it, this belongs in every song. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm a I'm a big fan of the Rise of the Dead anything, because it is it's literally like the best sound of a um a fuzz because fuzz is uh, notorious that you you have to turn both controls all the way up for it to sound good, or, or for it to sound its best. Uh, very much like the um the tone beard that I've got over there. Unless you've got the uh, the game control fully maxed. It's just a bit weak sounding. But Raise the Dead is one control and it just it sounds good wherever you stick it. Um ooh, Matron. Um <laughs> yeah, but just Yeah I'm mean, everywhere. So uh, so I have the, the um the univobe running into the, uh, the the Raise the Dead. And the thing that really struck me is because you know when you put a modulation pedal on, like any modulation pedal, pretty much, and you're not playing, you get that. Yeah. I mean, I was expecting that that through a fuzz pedal would, would be, be really annoying. Yeah, would be like intensely uh, amplified, and actually, it didn't really, it didn't really add much more of that noise to it when I when I put the Raise the dead on. I mean, of course, after that, I I then put the Raise the Dead through the JCM pedal, and then the, the Shaggy Jimmy as well, and that that did up the noise floor a little bit. Um, <laughs> but what a that, surprise! No, that, that was to be expected. Um, but again, childish fun. Um, but yeah, look, Raise the Dead, in, insanely. Um, well designed for the fact that it should it should be noisy, but it's not. Um, and, uh, mine's even the the version one as well, so mine doesn't have the transformer mod in it. So yours is potentially even better. And you you, you told me that you were um, using the Rise of the Dead, weren't you? You you've got you've got that on your board.
1: Yeah, I've started using it in more and more inappropriate places. (laughs) So I think I've mentioned on one of the casts that the end solo that I put at the end of Johnny Be Good is now on a a Raise the Dead. Um, And Love Machine by Girls Aloud, I play the riff with the Raise the Dead. And our most recent gig, um, we do Chelsea Dagger to end the night. And I dropped my guitar in a drop D. So that I could play yeah. it as a low D rather than a high D. So everybody else is ex- everybody's expecting it to go for that like bang cutting thing, and then I just engaged the razor Dead was chugging like it was metal, but with a like fuzzy edge to it. And I was just yeah. But like, the other guitarist was looking at me like I was fucking insane. <laughs> but the crowd didn't
0: notice. <laughs> I, I'm sure they didn't. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. In a couple of weeks is what's going to happen. Is they're going to they're going to send you a text message and go, Matt. We need to we need to talk. <laughs> Then they're going to stage an intervention. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to all sit there and then go, Matt. We've uh, we've noticed that you keep using uh, rather <laughs> rather obnoxious fuzz pedal at <laughs> at the most inappropriate times.
1: More more and more inappropriate. But you it's see. not inappropriate. Like I'm not doing it in the middle of yellow. We do like some mild stuff, and I'm not putting it on in that. That that would be insane. I mean yet is is yeah <laughs> is the right, word yet. That's, yeah it's hanging over a little bit here, isn't it? Yeah. No, I'd like I wouldn't be that bad, but yeah, it is starting to creep into I'm just so bored of playing Chelsea Dagger. Like yeah. so I'm...
0: I can understand that. I can understand it.
1: I've I've played it at every gig I've ever played bar four in my life. So, yeah, yeah, just...
0: <laughs> I mean, and that band weren't even around for that long, were they, as well? So, I think... Well,
1: they're still going. They released an album this year. Did they? Who was it? The Fratellis, yeah. was that? The Fratellis, yeah. Fratelli. Their first album, incredible. There's not a bad... Well, there's maybe one or two iffy songs on it, but first album, really good. Second album, absolutely dire... <laughs> Third album, I didn't even bother with. Yeah. Apparently, they released one this year as well. Again, not bothering. Okay. <laughs> it, I mean, you yeah. you you
0: you should go check it out because it might they might be reaching yeah. those dizzy heights of the first
1: album. They might do, but I I I kind of have a one I strike. Can't be arsed with modern. Yeah. Well, it's it's more of a, I've got a, I can't be asked with modern music kind of
0: yeah yeah i mean after the I arctic monkeys released what they did once of that
1: kind of that kind of hurt me the last two foo fighters albums wasn't that impressed with the last two muse albums wasn't that impressed with um and all of kind of the bands that had been keeping it up there when everybody else started to fall away have also started to fall away in the last five years to the point where I know what music I like and Spotify exists and I'm really lazy and I have a playlist.
0: Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. There's a... Like, um, my, the, the algorithms on YouTube play the same fucking like eight songs to me. Like, <laughs> I'll put one of those eight songs on and it'll just play those, those songs to me. And it's mainly songs that I'm just singing harmonies to in the car so stuff like um extreme more than words because i wanted to learn the harmony to it it now just plays that to me and i will uh, when it comes on i'll sing the uh, sing the harmony lines <laughs> to it cuz gary Sharon, i ain't um but i can i can muster a, a decent Nuno betancourt as long as i'm not having to play at the same time um not yeah bad, not
1: bad going
0: <laughs> so so yeah um there's that i think there's um chris cornell's version of nothing compares to you because it's in in a oh, nice key for me as a, well
1: uh, yeah. it's that, that's that's a fantastic version of that song
0: it is and the the guitar work in that amazes me even even though it's just like a, a nice chilled out simple acoustic solo But some of the note choices and like there's a chromatic run in it which is just, it just comes out of nowhere and it's just so sublime. Oh, it is. It's musicality at its best. And it it made me rate uh, Cornell because I I really, really didn't like really didn't like uh, Cornell's musical output. I wasn't a fan of Black Hole Sun. Didn't really like Audio Slave.
1: uh, Audio Slave have got a couple of absolutely cracking tunes Uh, yeah and I really I I didn't like his Bond theme tune
0: either Um, but then
1: I wasn't a massive fan of that
0: uh, after after listening to this uh, his version of Nothing Compares to You I listened to those other things back and I've started appreciating it a bit more so I've gone through have you heard his have I I heard which one sorry
1: Uh, have you heard his acoustic version of Billie Jean
0: I have not. No, is is this another Go thing that's gonna, gonna? Yeah. So
1: it's it's another re- it's a, it's a really stripped back version of Billie Jean. Um, it's more about the, there's some nice, um, open string running with like triads, um, kind of chord movement in uh, the bridge. But most of the guitar work is fairly simple. But the the emotion he puts into his voice for for. His version of Billie Jean is just absolutely incredible. I might have to check that out, because, like, yeah, like I say, um,
0: nothing compares to you as... Uh, it's mainly because I can sing it, whereas... Um, <laughs> uh, What's-her-face is um, one. Uh, Shania D'O'Connor. Uh, I can't sing hers. She's got She's like 17 octaves higher. She's got a, a delicate <laughs> lady voice, and my voice is... Decidedly more boomy.
1: Of course, it's a a song written by the Bee Gees. What? Nothing about to you It's written by Prince. The Prince is it? I knew somebody from that era. It wasn't them.
0: Yeah, it's a Prince tune. Uh, It's written for the family. Um, Strangely enough, on on YouTube, one of the one of the things that it it pulled up the other day, which weren't one of these eight songs I want to sing. It uh, was 50 songs that you didn't realise were covers, and that came up, um, along with just so many more. And there was there was some that you clearly know are, are covers, like um, yeah. fucking uh, Valerie by Amy Winehouse. And you're
1: oh, like, sod off! Everybody knows that's the Zootons. Exactly, exactly. The, the one, the only one that gets. No, there's there's like two that get me. Um, Soft Cell Tainted Love was a cover, and I can't remember... Was it Gloria Jones, I want to say? Yeah, it's an old Northern Soul tune. Yeah, and the other one that I didn't know was Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, there's
0: there's an inappropriate comment there to be said about tearing Natalie Imbruglia, but I'm not going to make that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so that's a cover by a band called Edna Swap
0: yeah and the, it weren't out much much earlier than her version was it
1: no, it's actually like, so it, it's much cooler they've they've got two different versions on two albums um and one of them's got like a really modulated guitar, and yeah, the other yeah. one's got like quite a dark kind of heavy sounding guitar on it um the' yeah. two very different versions like just for themselves um but I think both of them are better than hers.
0: Um, I, I, but, I really like Natalie and Brulia's version, but then again, I I may very well be biased. Um,
1: yeah, and <laughs> yeah. And right. To be fair, her her version was like far more popular for. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, it it was the, the big seller. The one I that, think it was only like six months later.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it weren't. Yeah, it weren't far off, was it? Because it was. Uh, yeah, it was like mid nineties, weren't it?
1: Yeah, I think theirs was ninety five and hers was ninety six, or theirs was ninety six and hers was ninety seven, something like that.
0: Yeah, I remember it being some something very similar. Um, it, the the final one that that I, I I knew in the back of my mind, but gets me every time is uh, "If I Were a Boy" uh, by Beyonce. Um, which the original version is is just so good. The the woman's voice is. Because uh, as as proficient as Beyoncé is, um, she just gets a bit warbly. Uh, she doesn't know when to tone it down some of the time.
1: Yeah, um, she's very, very in your face about her warbly voice.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a little bit like the, the Yngwie Malmsteen of vocals, isn't it? Where, like... He, yeah. he shows off at every given opportunity, and her uh, melismatic passages are, are just ever-present, um, always yeah, I, with I, the... She said like a bloody theremin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, the more I think about it, the more I... Yeah, she does get quite irritated
0: yeah and and the original version is it's just a woman i can't remember her name it's uh oh i've got I, i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna try but yeah check it out because it's, it's it's a really cool version she's got such a she's got like a, um are you okay matt is your chair gone again
1: yeah it's knackered i need to get a new one but
0: <laughs> like i say i'm on a spending ban that's it what you need is like a cushion or something <laughs> um yeah, so she's got this really, like, raspy and smoky voice that Beyoncé does not have.
1: Yeah, and she doesn't over it.
0: No, she doesn't. She just, like, belts the crap out of it, uh, which is amazing. Um, but 40, 45 minutes into this podcast, <laughs> and we still haven't done any news, and I've still got more stuff that I've been up to. <laughs> oh, dear. Um... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give Grey Guitars a quick mention and I'm going to say I'm, this is my promise to Grey Guitars. I'm doing it like a politician now. I'm pointing with my thumb. <laughs> this is my, my pledge to Grey Guitars that next podcast we are going to talk about Grey Guitars because last week's podcast where we were a lot fresh from the guitar show we mentioned Grey Guitars and I said something like, oh, we'll, we'll come back to them later on in the podcast. And then I almost missed my train, so I forgot. Uh, this one, I said, I'm going to put Grey Guitars in because we forgot to mention them last time. And I don't think we've got time. They were on the... Uh, on the Thorpey uh, booth. They were kind of like twins together on this same this same booth at the guitar show. And... I lost myself not only in the Thorpey pedals, but in this like HSS strat that, uh, that Grey Guitars had. They're absolutely amazing. And we are going to do more of a feature about their guitars in a bit. And, and between now and uh, uh, the, well, when we record this and when the uh, podcast is released as well, there is an interview, maybe <laughs> released on the Pedal Boards of Doom. Uh, YouTube channel so go check it out because you'll get to see some of them as well like my words can't do them justice they are absolutely cool um, I think that's where I'm going to leave it because we've got news, we have got news Joe has definitely got to work already so we don't have to worry about that because he's got, <laughs> he's got there, he's, got, he's come back he's, he's at home, he's sitting in an armchair by now um, news where are we gonna start? I reckon I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. We're gonna start with the PRSs. Okay. Do you wanna start with the PRSs? Because like the they're probably the most exciting things. Yeah, so, I
1: mean I'm I'm fine with that.
0: Sorry sorry, 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 sorry. Um PRS S E. Um, they seem to be doing some pretty pretty spot on stuff recently. Um Actually for the past kind of couple of years the SE range seems pretty pretty damn good they're, they're doing yet another one, so um, These are called the PRS sandblast and blasted and sandblaster um, I don't know if they've got a got an official name, but essentially they are They're sandblasted finishes So essentially what that is um i assume they get blasted with sand <laughs> i don't know i don't know the process um but you get you get like a, a pronounced grain in it don't you so it's like a, a, a black base finish where like the the grain is highlighted in a different color so they've got five different colors like there's like a lot of red highlighted grain blue a, a grey, white, like a, a really light grey or white, yellow and green. Um, and Fender did a series of them a couple of years back with like uh sandblasted strats and tellies I believe. Maybe he did a bass as well, but we're not a bass podcast, are we?
1: Um, <laughs> and look yes. forward to the bass special we've got coming up soon.
0: Oh shit! Yeah, I've got a got to actually. Pay attention to some bass stuff. <sighs> it's going to be hard. I might have to draft someone in for that. Draft in the- Do you
1: know any bass players that can talk coherently?
0: <laughs> it's going to be a struggle, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a struggle. I, I might just research it. Who knows? Um, so, <laughs> these sandblaster things. There's uh, 750 in total, which, that seems like a very small amount. Um... And considering that they're doing them I in mean, like four different versions, so they're doing Custom 24, Custom 22, uh, a 24 left-handed, and a 24 Floyd Rose version as well.
1: So that's a fairly wide range, so there's something in that. I'm not going to say for everybody, but yeah. it's certainly a wider range than perhaps they do with their, their limited Colors in the past, usually they've left it to just custom twenty twos or just custom twenty fours, haven't they? Um, kind of offered it quite as wide.
0: I think the last couple have, have been doing um, left handed options, and then the Floyd ones have been a further special edition. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, that's it's really good because it, it's all in the one, and hopefully that then becomes like their template for for their special editions so the next lot say like the neon range or whatever I really hope they do like a, a neon range now that'd be awesome um, but then come in like the 22 the 24 the 24 left and the 24 got um, Floyd as well um, so out, out of the finishes um, which one took your eye Matt? Uh the blue was my favourite okay okay so I I read for some reason like red would usually be my go-to because I I love red, um, but the the green really like it really popped. Um yeah so so I was down with that. Um some people mentioning that it it looks like a mayonnaise on a budget, which is pretty cool because they're not cheap what,
1: like 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 Hellmans or yeah 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 like I mean we we tend to have the Hel- light Helmand- stuff. Hellman's so, light, so that's it. That would be what these guitars are then. They're, they're Hellman's light as opposed to Hellman
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like Hellman's light. Yeah, there's um, there's two different versions of light mayonnaise because we uh we get our mayonnaise from from the wonderful high street store that is Aldi because we ain't pain pain as the prices. Gosh, um, and they they used to. I don't think they do them anymore, but they used to do like three different versions of the mayo they did like your standard full fat mayo which is delicious and awesome and not diet friendly at all they did like light mayo which is slightly better on a diet and still tastes like mayo and then they did this version which was called lighter than light uh, which it was like half as thick so it was like slightly runny um and you had, to, you had to pile at least like two or three times more onto your plate <laughs> to get the taste of mayonnaise. So it kind of really defeated, defeated the point the of option. it being like, yeah. <laughs> and like when we, when we accidentally bought it, because we bought it once and I was like, oh, this stuff's terrible. But then we, we accidentally picked it up another, another time. And it's just like, oh. but it ends up going really quickly because you, you're using so much of it. <laughs> Um, that was quite a tangent, wasn't it? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, yeah, these uh, the, these PRSs, uh, unlike the mayonnaise, are a Europe exclusive.
1: Uh, so that's quite nice because it is. Should, it's nice nicer should, not to pick at USA or Guitar Center. That's it. I mean, you. Yeah, I mean you,
0: the Guitar Center and. Um, Sweetwater tend to have exclusives. Uh, guitar Center had those wonderful SGs, didn't they? Yeah, uh, like a year back, or something, and and they looked so good. It was like shell pink SG with like a torque guard. I was like, oh, that is a, that's a beautiful guitar. And then yeah, guitar guitar center exclusive. Like, Fuck you, Gibson. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Gibson and. Fucking you Gibson um <laughs> <laughs> it it's a segue i I'm, I'm not going to not gonna poo poo it um this week the gibson guitar youtube channel certainly had no youtube content on it um i i've not a i'm not a follower or a subscriber of um Gibson youtube channel. But I'm pretty sure that they had something before.
1: Um, uh, they so definitely did, because they pulled it the same day that they dropped it. Oh, yes, the... Uh, <laughs> the um, that, that, that Play Authentic!
0: Of controversial video.
1: <laughs> but they definitely had other videos on
0: there as well. Yeah, it, wor- it weren't just the one video of them going, Oh, we come coming to sue you. Um, <laughs> yeah, disclaimer, that's not what the video sounded like. Although, you, you couldn't check now anyway, because it's not up. Um, I wonder if they've still got it, because they took it down, and then someone saved it, didn't they, and posted it up on Reddit. It
1: was floating around Reddit. It's probably still, like, everything is floating around Reddit, if you look hard enough. Yeah, Reddit is a, it's, it's a dark place, isn't it, Reddit? <laughs> it's a place I try and avoid. Like, the for the wrestling side, there's a massive community on there in what's called yeah. the Squared Circle Reddit and the other guys in the podcast go in there and I'm like fantastic that means I can avoid it cuz it's it's just it is the arsehole of the internet reddit it's just it's it's <laughs> it's, 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 exactly it's worse the- it's worse than twitter <laughs> and twitter is a nightmare <laughs>
0: it's oh it is exactly the arsehole of the internet isn't it oh it's uh, yeah i love that that the the, um, the expression that um speaking about arseholes. That opinions are like assholes, uh, <laughs> because there are so many ways you can interpret it. You can, like opinions are like arseholes Yours stinks. Um, is is a personal favourite, but like yeah. <laughs> get yeah, get it out in public, and it makes people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, your yeah, opinions are like arseholes You can't show it's children. <laughs> there's there's plenty of ways that you can go with the with yeah. the the uh the opinions that like arseholes. Um, so spinning it back onto arseholes, Um, there was some suggestion that um this um this mass purge of the the Gibson videos tied in with um letting go of a certain spokesperson
1: for Gibson uh, who who immediately took to Instagram with a very passive aggressive post about how he's got an amp in his office you know the office where he still works so I assume he was probably annoyed by people going have you been sacked are you? Have, did you quit have you left and I, he's so, like what are you talking about
0: <laughs> so I, I read it as slightly different than that I I, I I read it as him having a a very good sense of humor with the whole thing, because it, it 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 did say that, didn't it? it? I mean, we're we're not reading it verbatim, um, but it said something like, um, "There's been many rumors circulating around the internet recently that I don't like offset guitars, and I am I'm, I'm a particular fan of the reverse Firebird or something. Um, I love." Uh, love plugging them into the Marshall amp in my office, you know the one that's at Gibson, the one that I still work at. I've not been fired. Um, I thought I thought it was quite clever, rather than coming out with like a like a press statement. No, I've not been fired. Blah blah. He he tended to uh, to a more humorous way, but uh, passive aggressive could be seen as as well. Uh, yeah, I, thought, I mean
1: like. Yeah, I I'm I'm sure he probably didn't mean it. it. It 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 read to me like somebody who'd answered 150 questions of have you been sacked? what are you what are you like what's happening? And he was just fed up and he just put something on Instagram to try and stop that from happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um it
0: it, it was it was funny. I thought it was. Um so yeah, like almost almost instantly. I mean, I was one of these people who uh uh sprung to that very conclusion because we we shared it in our little group didn't we and um yeah. Someone someone had put it up and I I went, is that it does, is that coinciding with uh, with with Mark being fired but no apparently he's, he's still on board. Perhaps they're just they've decided that what they've got or what they had on their YouTube channel is not the direction that they now want, want to go in, and that it's better just to kind of cut it all and start again. Um, I don't know. Which is,
1: it, That's I mean, that's totally fair enough. There's plenty of companies who've done that in the past. They've gone, right, the output that we've put out doesn't fit with our new company values. Yeah. Get rid of that and start again from scratch. And it would be interesting to see what they put out, whether they continue to put out their little teaser trailers for guitars and you know the the little behind the scenes kind of factory tour stuff as well that was on there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Or whether they just go for strict demos or, or what they're gonna do going forward. It'd be interesting to see, but um yeah. I guess the answer oh. is we we don't really know what's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um I mean it's yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't think they'd need to do their own demos because places like like Anderton's and like Gak, will will do demos. Uh, like Sweetwater as well, and 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 all these these big, um, big guitar chains will will pretty much whenever the new new lot come in the twenty twenty Gibsons or whatever, they'll go. Okay, this is this is what's new, and they'll they'll do the reviews, they'll do the demos, they'll sell the products because that's their job. Um. But yeah, I'm hoping for some more kind of behind the scenes stuff. Some because they, they they were talking about how they've really refined the quality uh quality control in Gibson and how like every workstation has the same lighting in it. And I'd love to see more about that. To to see like the the thought processes behind behind the new Gibson.
1: Yeah especially as they're going through this transitional period where it looks like they've come out of the, 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 the sort of issues they were having with, with yeah. quality control coinciding with the company going tits up. Yeah, yeah. It looks, it looks like that stopped. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it uh, would we've, be we've, not, to see.
0: we've not heard anything overly negative about them recently. In fact, the, the thing is we haven't heard anything about them pretty much recently.
1: Um, well, it, They've they've completely changed from, from last year where they were releasing like seventy thousand pound guitars you could only buy with a Lexus.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: they've I've certainly seen a lot less of those type of posts. And they they cut down the twenty nineteen range and once it was out, they've just left it and they haven't been like constantly tweaking things or adding things yeah. or taking things out or Saying actually, this model doesn't actually exist and we're not going to provide it like they have done with previous years as well. Yeah, I think
0: that one of the things that they said was that they're not going to have this certain year's Les Paul and this certain year's SG. It was just going to be a range. So,
1: yeah, and they'll update it as and when. Yeah. yeah. So, there they won't be the 2020s. They'll just, they might update the colors or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes complete and utter sense. Because it, it makes our jobs much easier as um, news vendors. Have, um, and I use that term in the loosest possible sense. <laughs> <laughs> Guys what talk about guitars on the internet. But like like people who, who journalise about... <laughs> that's a word. <laughs> who, who, who do the journalism's about um, guitar? Then don't have to worry about oh, is this is this year the one with, oh, uh, with the the like historic relic chamber or is this the oh is this the one with the high performance speed chamber in or oh. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or, or is this the, is this the year where they put the asymmetrical neck on the highest performance, or is this the year where they put the standard neck on the high performance? Like, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah you it's, don't have to
1: worry about all that nonsense.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and it and it it clears it up for the consumer as well. The fact that you go into a guitar shop and you go, well, these are the standards. They're the standards from last year, so they're going to have a different spec from those ones over there, which are going. 'Cause they're the new standards which will, will be slightly diff oh what do I do? Yeah, you you need like a a Gibson guitars catalogue just to make ends like head head nor tail of the uh, the the minute changes. You go, no, and, and this this is a standard, this is what it's got. This that, is then that, yeah.
1: That's the scary thing, like thinking about it, if if I tried to explain the difference between the 2018 Les Paul Standard and the 2019 Les Paul Standard to the singer from the new band who doesn't know the difference between drive and distortion, he's not going to understand a word I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he's looking for a a better guitar than his Squire Bullet and he decides to go for a USA guitar because he's going to be playing it quite often now and he can't tell the difference between Three or four models He's probably going to stay away from that company Yeah you just go I I won't bother I'll
0: uh, I'll go with this Fender Is it Fender (laughs) These these guys seem respectable
1: Yeah And like I say this isn't a criticism Of Gibson this is a Well done for making it Easier for everybody
0: Yeah 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 absolutely and I think both big companies have kind of done that now, haven't they? Fender have re- reinvented their lines as well, and, but they've, they've done it in a way where everything's been streamlined then. So rather than being like the, the classic road-worn 60s with nitro lacquer, it is now just, okay, here's your player, here's your Vintera, here's your professional.
1: Yeah. You missed the so. performance, but yeah.
0: Yeah, we won't talk about it before. (laughs) Uh,
1: But yeah,
0: like you've got your your categories for it, and then then they all fall into one of these kind of four ranges. Yeah, Um, and
1: they all kind of have price points that don't overlap like the olden days where the the classic vibes would overlap with the bottom end of the Mexicans, and then the top end Mexicans would overlap with the bottom end of the like budget Americans. And yeah, there's none of that going on in Fender anymore, I don't think.
0: Which yeah, it's good. clear cut, and it makes the it makes just the job for the consumer easier, which is what we need. Uh Do we want to do one more bit of news? Because we're we're at a minute and six, but
1: we yeah, haven't, we do.
0: haven't we haven't casted for a while, so screw it, S- screw you, hour mark. Um <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting angry at <laughs> angry at the computer. I'm shouting at my own laptop. It's... Clearly, you clearly... you, time.
1: Sh- stop. <laughs> stop moving.
0: That's it. Yeah. I'll tell you when I end. Um, Bloody fourth dimension coming over here, ruining our jobs. <laughs> oh, shit, man. <laughs> like, we are mental. Um, literally, like, we've lost the plot. Um... <laughs> Do you want to do the Ernie Ball or
1: do you want to do the Hughes and Cues? Um, bearing in mind, i would never heard of the fella for the Ernie Ball. Should we do the H- Hughes and Ketner? Because at least I've seen a video on that.
0: Yes, yeah, sweet. cool. I mean, you've you've uh, done essentially done more research than I have. Then, so Matt, take it away.
1: I I, I haven't got any of the specs. I just <laughs> when when it was released, yeah. Ollie posted something in the group. And I clicked the link and watched the video and it's it's basically an amp that lives on the floor uh, let's it? let's give let's give ollie uh
0: ollie the the props he deserves that's Ollie of ollie miles music right there it is so uh, don't don't forget that give give his uh give his page a click even if it is like a thumbs down <laughs> <laughs> no. Ollie's a lovely chap um he he he's on the cast occasionally and He's of Ollie Miles music. That is Ollie Miles music. Right, so the Hughes and Ketner. Black Spirit 200 Floor. Um, Black Spirit, I'm assuming, tells us what kind of amp it is. Uh, 200 tells us something. And Floor tells us where it lives. 200
1: Uh, is the wattage, isn't it?
0: It is 200 watts. So it's a 200 watt power amp. It is analogue. With digital controls, uh, so the the amplification is done in an analog way. It is not tube. Um, it is done through a, a, a system which I did not write down, so we will not mention it. Um, but some kind of nano magic pixie fairies, nano uh, pixie magic. Yes. Uh, so two hundred two hundred watt power amp, four channels. Oh, fucking channels at the floor. Um,
1: uh,
0: which are Clean, Crunch, Lead and Ultra so if you if you cast your mind back to the original uh, Line 6 Spiders where it had something similar it was like Clean Crunch, Metal and Insane I imagine it's like that um, <laughs> no, I shouldn't really be comparing it to a Spider-Man <laughs> um, but
1: it's, yeah, probably it sounds just like the original Spider series.
0: There you go, sine quality. Um, it's got an effects loop, which is pretty bang on. It's got pre-effects. It's got two, two true bypass pre-effects loops.
1: What is a pre-effects loop?
0: Uh, I assume that comes in before everything else.
1: Is that not just an input?
0: Yeah, I, I assume it's switchable, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I don't know. You watched the video. Oh, sure. they, did, they,
1: they didn't cover the pre-effects loops in the video that I watched. I mean, the video I, I watched. I just skipped when he was talking and just listened to how it sounds. And I quite liked the sound of the clean and the crunch. The lead was all right. The other one was a bit much for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I imagine that's probably what I'd I'd get from it. As well. It's also got the red red box AE plus built into it the red box is like uh, a built-in attenuator which the, uh, a lot of the Hughes and Ketno amps are like they've raved about for the, the red box being absolutely brilliant because uh, it's it's a load box as well isn't it so it's um, it's not passive it's is it reactive?
1: I think uh, it's reactive so that you can plug the, the amplifier directly into a computer and not yeah. need an external cab oh, i
0: will just punch the microphone that's uh, that's possibly not gone, the greatest thing well. for audio. Um <laughs> it's not affected. I don't think it, I'm sure you can still hear me. I mean, I've not I didn't punch it that hard. Um so uh, yeah, the red box. It, but the this this new red box apparently has got uh cab uh eight different cab emulations on it or something like that. So that's pretty cool. Um yeah. Which means that this is pretty uh pretty useful um there's quite a few of these kicking about now isn't there because uh you've got the blue guitar they've recently recently released a a new version of it um i think like a higher game version so very much along the lines of this um there's a few more uh different units which don't spring to mind but they're definitely kicking about
1: there's either a Mo or a Hotone one, isn't there? That yes, people the, yeah. That was, was actually better than the the brand name suggested.
0: Yeah, the yeah that's the the, the Hotone have got because their ones are dual channels, aren't they? Because uh, um the there's one that's got like a an AC31 side and like a plexi the other side. Yeah, um, which is fantastic obviously not as fully featured as as this um, but they're, they they yeah uh, they're definitely a lot cheaper aren't they those ones yeah because uh, they're they're talking like two three hundred quid whereas this is eight nine nine euros so you're probably going to be talking something very similar uh, in terms of uh, pounds as well it's also got an iPad app as well which I didn't uh, there was there was a blurb about it and I didn't understand really what the app was doing um,
1: Is it changing presets? But I guess if there's only four channels, what are you, I suppose you, if each of the channels can be controlled like with levels of gains and stuff. If you if you need more than four channels, yeah, you've got presets. Maybe there's uh,
0: inbuilt effects as well, isn't there? For this, there's digital effects built in.
1: Um, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. So it's probably for yeah about with patches for that, isn't it? I mean
0: in terms of like fitting everything that you need onto like a onto a gigable board this uh, th- this definitely makes sense because if you if you're a, a musician in a, a built up area like London or or if you if you just don't drive and you need to get to practice um, and you need you need something that's that's reliable because there's so many practice rooms that I've been to where you, you you go in and they've got like a an old knackered, uh, an old knackered JCM or something, it takes you about four minutes to just figure out how to switch the damn thing on. Because it's (laughs) a bit knackered. And then you're you're struggling for the next 20 minutes to try and get a clean, uh, like a proper clean tone, not a clean tone that's still driven. Horrible. (laughs) Yeah. And then, even then, the, the cab that you're going through is... Just not suited, yeah. You you leave yourself to the the gods there a little bit, and and you turn up to a gig, and they go, oh yeah, we've uh we've got we've got amps amps here. All you need to do is bring your bring your effects, and you turn up, and the amp that they've got is is that fabled spider.
1: Yeah.
0: So yeah, stuff like this, it it gives you the option. Of having an actual good sound, um, I didn't. I didn't hear what it sounds like. So you're gonna have to fill in the blanks here for me, Matt. Sorry, uh, we cut you set, cut out a little bit there. I did. I. I didn't on my end. I was still talking. Uh, so on the on the audio of the cast, there won't be any break whatsoever.
1: <laughs> well, well, I got something, and then go on then, Matt. And I didn't get the bit just before that.
0: Maybe that's what I did do. Maybe I did just throw you in the deep end. Just, yeah, make something up. Man. There you go. Um, the, the sound of the amp. Um, so, do you want to elaborate a bit more on the the? Yeah.
1: So, it, it Hughes and Kent. I feel have quite a sterile, clean sound. It's not like a a lively, clean sound. I don't know. Yeah. Like. If you understand what I'm saying, it's not like yeah, a boxy no, clean. It's, it's it's a bit, yeah. bit cleaner. Um, if that's your kind of thing, this sounded very much like a lot of the, the Hughes and Ketner cleans that I heard in, on the Clean Channel. Um, I I don't particularly like them because I like a bit of hair on my clean, but it's 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 all about personal preference. Um, in terms of the crunch, um, I really liked their crunch sound, but again, I I really like the crunch sound on quite a lot of the Hughes and Ketner stuff. I think it's a a very nice, mild drive sound. Um, mm-hmm. The lead again, the lead was just a pushed, pushed um, crunch sound again. Like I quite liked that. The insane mode or whatever they're calling it, <laughs> um,
0: ultra, I think it was yeah,
1: ultra. <laughs> the ultra mode was a bit OTT for me, but yeah. it's not aimed at guy who loves blues and indie music. That yeah. mode is aimed at metal players, and it sounded like it would do metal stuff easy. Yeah,
0: d- do a decent it, metal.
1: It's a, It's. I would say the amp sounds in it. I didn't. I didn't listen to any of the, the um the effects at all. But I'd say the amp sounds in it. As long as that's the kind of sounds you're after, would rival a Helix into because obviously that's the kind of similar price point yeah yeah uh, <laughs> or helix lt or helix i can't remember yeah. which ones
0: I, th- I reckon, yeah the full fat helix is is kind of around this this price point i think they're m- close to the grand but it, it's it's yeah it's pretty much there isn't yeah. it
1: yeah, I think if if you know exactly what the sounds you're looking for are and it's a Hughes and Kettner amp, but you don't want to drag around a Tube to 36 or fork out for a pure tone or, you know, if, you, if you're if you not looking to lug that kind of thing around but you want yeah. that sound, I, I, I think they've pretty much nailed it. It didn't sound like a non-Valve amp. And I'm not saying that non-Valve amps sound crap, I'm saying... It just, it, it, you could tell that it wasn't a valve amp, but it didn't sound bad because of it. Whereas, yeah, quite often you'll find with stuff that is new tube or transistor based or however, whatever magic they're using for for making it without the tubes, quite often you'll find that they have a very distinct sound that I don't particularly like. This didn't have that. I, I quite liked the sound of the amp in general. It just, it's it's not aimed at me. Yeah, I, it I,
0: it is. It's it. aimed towards a towards a higher game player, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm, it's it's aimed towards a higher game player and somebody that doesn't want an amp on stage or needs to not have an amp on stage. And yeah, I, I'm neither of those things.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. The Venn diagram doesn't meet in the in the sweet Matty center, um, but. Yeah, I think um, I'm I'm very very much the same. Uh, the thing that it's got over the the helix and other floorboard processes like the head rush and stuff like that is that they all do their their voodoo magic via the medium of um, digital processing, um, whereas yeah. this is is purporting to be an analog circuit, but just with uh digital digital, digital components to um to allow you to have like have the switching options and the presets and all, all of that jazz uh which is really clever um on uh, the the kind of the other end of that uh that um argument is the fact that you get four sounds with this your your sounds are those four channels um, yeah. and as you said like the the clean channel it it will very much be like a, a metal metal amp clean channel, which is it does the job. It's like super ultra clean, but it's just flat as well. There's no.
1: It's very clinical.
0: Yeah, there's there's no kind of character, be it like a a pronounced mid range content or like a like a fendery scoop kind of sound or or any of that where you can um, push it to to um get a bit of grit coming out of you. Um, and it, it just ends up being, yeah, as, as you say, just sterile and just it's just a clean sound. Um, yeah. Great for like um dynamic passages where you've got like um arpeggiated chords and whatnot. But if you really want to get and get stuck in and get some raw kind of guitar growl, it ain't gonna do that. Um but again not my uh not my wheelhouse, not my um it's it's not aimed at me, it's not aimed at you. Uh but it's it's definitely something, isn't it? I think it's uh Houston Ketner throwing their hat into that kind of ring. And it seems like a pretty decent this decent show as well. Um, I, th- I think
1: the the people that the kind of people that buy using Kettner amps, yeah, um, will be all over this because if if you are a touring musician, a lot of places prefer it if you don't bring an amp these days. Especially if you're international traveling, it's easier for you. It's easier for the venue for them to just plug you into their PA system. A yeah. lot of people, if you're using the IEMs, the in monitors, then you know again. It's a lot easier to just send this yeah, send on a the feed, yeah. So, yeah, I, I can see this working well, and there there are plenty of people out there looking for that Hughes and Ketner sound. They're a a, a top selling amp brand.
0: Yeah, yeah, for for good reason. Just not to me, <laughs> um, and I think that's probably where we where we wrap it for this week. Um. Because we've, we've we've done a decent Wedger news this week After talking Talking about the shit that we wanted to talk about <laughs> <laughs> um, So uh, If you want to catch us online It's Fret Talk Podcast um, Facebook groups um, Catch me online at Instagram, Facebook, YouTube At Budget Pedal Chap I also do stuff for the Pedal Boards of Doom YouTube channel which this week or or last week i don't know when it's released um but s- released soon or has been released soon recently um there will be london guitar show um interviews and there's uh interviews with people from uh d v mark uh gray guitar was out today Pardon? The d v mark one the d v mark one was out today Oh, oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was the one who released that. <laughs> uh so um D V Mark is, is one of the ones that's out, but we've got stuff from Grey Guitars, Thorpey Effects, uh SMP guitars, which were fantastic. Love those as well. Um uh Eich Uh uh Base baseboards. Uh, And another couple Which I can't quite think of at the moment And I'm just kicking myself Oh KMA Pedals as well Uh, That one's a particularly in-depth interview So yeah If you want to know all about their range Definitely check that out Um, Matt You are a a frequenter Of the Fret Talk podcast um, But also
1: Of the Bad Bookers Podcast Correct Yes, I've fi- finally got to get back on it in the last couple of weeks, so my schedule kind of lined up to be able to. I haven't been on the last. I wasn't on the last one, but I was on like every other one before that for September, and I'm on. I should be on every cast now that I'm back on human working hours as opposed to night shifts.
0: Oh, I'm I'm glad to hear that. Uh, and heal underscore MacQ at pretty much everything. Isn't it? Yeah, just the internet. Yeah. So yeah, if if the if you find a place, just type in here underscore Matt Q and you you'll probably find Matt on it. Uh, Twitch, Twitter. Um. Yeah. Instagram.
1: Instagram. Yeah.
0: Yep, There you go. And occasionally, uh, you appear on the budget pedal chap YouTube channel as well.
1: I do, and I'm just waiting for the the Origin Five to come so I can start doing some more videos because I kind of. Got the bug when I did the the other couple that I've done, and I've got loads of stuff that fits into budget Pedal, so I might as well absolutely do some, uh, do some reviews on it. I'll probably review the Telly and the the Origin for you as well. <laughs> I cannot wait
0: because both of those things excite me.
1: You need the Origin. You need one for yourself.
0: Oh, don't spend more money.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, I suppose if if you. You buy what you're thinking of, which we won't spoil in case you don't, yeah. or you do. But if, if that comes to fruition, then you probably don't need the Martial Origin 5, I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, it, But need's an ugly word, isn't it, Matt?
1: Yeah, it's, it's not about need at the end of the day. That's it. Nobody needs anything,
0: but... No, there's, there's definitely... I mean, just over there, there is a... A cupboard full of things that I don't quote unquote need. Um, but I mean, how M&E many is too many guitars, Matt? How many is too many?
1: Uh, there's no such thing as too many. In fact, the optimum number of guitars is n equals n plus one, where n is the amount of guitars that you currently have.
0: Yeah, I can agree with that. And thank you, listeners, for taking. A journey with us this week. We have been a little bit uh, more nonsensical than usual, um, but say, lovey. Um, <laughs> it's it's always a good cast with uh with with Mister Matt Quine. I enjoy it. Um, so thank thank you for for tuning in this week. And as always, share 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 share, share this podcast uh, with one person you think. We'll we'll like it. And then we get twice as many viewers, listeners, um, which is lovely. Um, From myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Job. From Mr. Matt Quine with a strange sock on his microphone this week. (laughs) It will be... (laughs) I mean, I'm hardly one to talk, am I? I've got got the fluff uh, from the one microphone that wasn't working on a really skinny microphone. So it looks a little bit like one of the Jackson 5 in the 70s <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, from myself Mr Budget Pedal Chap, from Mr Matt Quine it will be a tatty bite and good night for this week say bye Matt
1: bye Matt for a yeah (laughs) there there were some quite wild tangents in that one (laughs) there were
0: yeah Um, I do blame I blame it completely on the fact that I'm very very tired Um, uh,
1: yeah I I am as well I'm in that transition I've got to get back into yeah not getting up at nine nine o'clock yeah my only solution because I worked till 7am on Saturday and then had to be in work at 5pm on Saturday so I couldn't just like sort of stuff out. So I basically slept till five PM on Sunday and then I haven't slept since. <laughs> that would that would I explain mean, it. I've had a twenty minute nap, but like I haven't actually properly slept. <laughs>